down on a piece of paper. Drop it in one of the, the offering plates or hand it to me, and I'll make sure our prayer team prays for you. If you are watching online and, and worshiping with us that way, if you want to send us uh, an email or just jot something in the comments, we'll pass it along and we will pray for you. If you have uh, a God sighting and you have a celebration and an answer to prayer, we love to celebrate that with you. We will, we will just smile and praise God with you for answers to prayers because God is good all the time. Will you join me now as we pause and go to the Lord in prayer? God, we are so, so thankful on this Good Friday that you bore that old rugged cross for us, that there was no limit to which your love would not go, that you loved us so much that you bore that cross and that you bore our sins so that we could have that open door to eternal life. God, we can't thank you enough. We honestly can't thank you enough but we're going to do our best. So, Lord, as we think about what you've done for us, we are humbled, and we know, Lord, that we don't live up to your glory, so we, we need that forgiveness. We need your blood to cover our sins, and we also know that you ask us to cast all of our cares on you, so we do that today because, Lord, we sometimes carry a heavy load. We have burdens and we have worries and we think about our friends Lord that that need a, a healing touch from you we think about the concerns we have that go all around the world and we lift those to you because we know that you're a good good father and that you love us God I, I pray now that the rest of this service uh, in our very lives would glorify you I pray for Les as he comes to sing for us. I pray for Dee as he comes to preach for us. Just may your Holy Spirit be with us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Ah! Uh -huh.
so much, Les, and thank you, Benny. And um, the music here is always inspiring, and today did not disappoint again, did it? Um, it's my honor to introduce my friend and my brother, Dee Dowdy, as our speaker today. This has been such a treat for, for me uh, to, because I, I have people that are friends that I've, I've known for years and years and years that I never get to hear preach because I'm always preaching. So it's been good to have Friends and Neighbors Week uh, this week for Holy Week. I've known Dee for a long, long time. Uh, some of you, uh, I did find out some of you, this is almost like a class reunion for some of y'all. Uh, some of you uh, went to school with Dee and um, it's, it's a pleasure to have Dee's father and his cousin here with us today. Several of you from, from Rainbow City are here. Um, I will say, fun fact about Dee Dowdy is he is a United Methodist elder and he is married to a United Methodist elder. His, his wife Bridget is also a minister and I just, um, I can't say enough good things about him. So I'm just gonna let him come up and, and share with us. Come, come share with us, Dee. Thank you, Sam. Well, it is a pleasure to be with you all today. Uh, as Sam mentioned, that Gadsden's my hometown. Uh, after being away for many years in pastoral ministry, I got to come back. Uh, I'm starting my fifth year at Rainbow City this coming July, and so it's great to be back home. Uh, many of you I did go to school with at good old Emma Sansom, and so it's great to be with you all here today. Today I'm going to be reading a scripture about our Lord's death, and so... I would like to ask if you're able, if you would stand. A reading from Mark chapter 15, verses 33 through 39. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then at that time, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a stick so he could drink it. Leave him alone. Let's see whether Elijah will come and take him down, he said. Then Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, when the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he died, he exclaimed, truly, this was the Son of God, the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. You know, Jesus was the most amazing person to ever walk on the face of this earth. His birth was amazing because he was born of a virgin and of the Holy Spirit. His identity was amazing that while he was fully human, he was also fully God. The way he lived his life was truly amazing because though he was human, he never sinned. The Bible tells us that people were constantly amazed by Jesus. Jesus even as a little boy, when he got lost from Mary and Joseph and they found him in the temple, it's, Luke tells us that they were amazed, the men were at Jesus, because he taught like he was already grown up. 
Later on, as he begins his ministry, they were amazed by his teaching, for he taught with someone with authority. The disciples were amazed when he could stop the wind and the waves. People were amazed that he could drive out demons and heal the paralytic persons. They were amazed at his wisdom when they tried to trick him about who should they pay tax to and Jesus replied, give unto Caesar what is Caesar and unto God what is God. They were amazed that he could raise Lazarus from the dead. But of all the aspects of Jesus' amazing life was his amazing death. And you may say, death? How could death be amazing? Well, for me, it's amazing because it is part of the very plan of God. Jesus' death was by no means an accident. It is not because the Roman guards killed him. It is not because the Jewish people were upset about him. No, indeed, it was something that God had in place even before the foundation of the world. For God knew even when he made us that we would take the wrong path, choose the wrong way just as Adam and Eve truly did. So God came up with a perfect plan, a plan that was hinted at over and over in the Old Testament. And for me, that's why it sticks out as so being so true. Because if you take away the Old Testament, it's hard to fully understand the New Testament. And there are thousands of references we know last night, we probably in here at this church, and I know we did at ours, we looked at Exodus 12 about the blood being smeared over the doorposts so that death might pass over. And it's no incident, no co- not just a coincidence that we call Jesus the Lamb of God. God intended that Jesus would die on the cross for Deuteronomy 21:22 said anyone who is hung on a tree is cursed and who can forget what is written in Isaiah 53 that by his stripes we would be healed for we are all like sheep and have wandered away It was alluded to in Psalm 22 when the psalmist asked, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that's the very words that Jesus uttered on the cross as darkness came about and as Jesus takes on the sin of the entire world. No, this death was amazing because it was truly the plan of God as Paul tells us in Ephesians But this amazing death was truly amazing because it was also caused by love. Most death are results of sickness, disease, old age, accidents, or violence. And while it is true that Jesus was nailed to the cross, a very violent act, and that his human body couldn't really take much more, But you see, we have to remember that Jesus was also the eternal Son of God who put on flesh. And you can't kill God. 
Jesus had to willingly surrender up his spirit and fully die for for us. Yes, his blood was spilt. His body could take no more. But Jesus knew his part in the redemption story. He died that we might be forgiven. He died because he himself loves us. For he himself said, greater love has no one than this, that a person would lay their lives down for their friends. I talked with someone, and I've had this over the years. My church, I've had one person that I heard have said this, and every church I've ever served, I've heard this. We need to hear more sermons on hellfire and damnation. We need more hellfire and brimstone preaching. And you know, I think what people, uh, yes, there may be appropriate times for that. For God is not happy with sin. But God is not some angry tyrant who is seeking to send us to hell. No, instead God is a loving father, a loving parent, and because of his amazing love for us, his son came to die. For you see, God had placed us in in this world and gave us free will. And he said, if you abuse this, if you don't listen to me, you will die. But what did Adam and Eve do? They listened to the lie of Satan and the truth of God. But God could not go back on his word. God couldn't just let them off the hook because he's a just and holy God. He couldn't say, oh, well, it's okay. So what did God do? He didn't want to destroy us. So he put his plan in motion. He himself would take the punishment. And Jesus knew that. For what does he say? We hear from John's gospel. Right before he gave up his spirit, he said, it is finished. Jesus knew the plan was now in place. And for me, it's also amazing. Because it changed our very destiny. John 3.18, there's no judgment for those who trust him. In our natural state, humanity is under condemnation. We're under death. But Jesus came to die that we could have that changed. We could have a new place to go and it's called heaven. I read an analogy the other day that it just really puts it in place. Suppose you had a deadly disease and you knew you were going to die. But if it was possible to take that disease and give it to someone else and you would live but they would die, do you think they would willingly take it from you? But that is exactly what Jesus did according to Paul Romans 5 when we were utterly helpless Christ came and died for us we were all headed to the grave but now through faith in Christ we can be headed into eternity and finally it is amazing death because it defeats our enemy There's a lot of theories out there today that say that that Jesus really didn't die on the cross, 
that after being beaten and having nails through its hands and feet and lost all that blood, that really he got in the grave. And, you know, somehow or another, he had enough strength to roll that stone away. That's a bunch of baloney. Jesus was truly dead. He fully entered death for us so that he might take away the victory of the grave. He had to go there so that we could be redeemed. And Jesus says in Revelation 1.18, I am the living one who died. Look, I'm alive forever and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Satan thought that he had won, that humanity was forever in his trap of sin and death. But Jesus went into that grave, yanked that power away, and he rose from the grave on Sunday morning to show us we too can have that victory over sin and death. So yes, our Lord's birth was amazing. His life was amazing. And, but even more so, his death was amazing. It all happened because of God's amazing love for us. I have a video that I have already shown at my church that I wanted you all to see today that speaks of that amazing love. And I hope you will be blessed by it. Your grace 
sin and I know what I've done in my life that he would love me that much are you amazed today let us pray Lord we thank you for your amazing awesome love for each and every one of us that through your son's death and his resurrection we can have eternity with you in Jesus name we pray Amen. Thank you for coming.